0: Information is the most powerful thing you will ever get. Uh, I, I think that we all have greatness in us, and I think that most people don't know how to be an advocate for their life.
1: You're listening to the Almond Gunner Experience Podcast, powered by Astoria. Now, here's your host, Greg Dorsey. All right, here we are, Coach, back at Astoria. It's the Almond Gunner Experience. Every day is game day. And this week has been a super productive week. We've seen a lot of a lot of your athletes. We've been out there filming with them. We've seen yes. a lot of work being put in. And I know for the past couple of months, you've actually seen exponential growth with a lot of your athletes and a lot of our team members. We've seen so much output, right? But what do you think people are putting in right now?
0: Well, you know, I think number one is people have time. I think that, you know, they've been able to actually stop. And reflect on the things that are really important. And now they're moving with purpose. Um, you know, over the past couple of weeks, I mean, you know, number one, I have so many athletes that are back in town, uh, but they've been able for the first time to be able to focus on school and just being better as an athlete, which that doesn't really happen a lot. It's just like, you know, our corporate clients right now, you know, before. You know, you're kind of moving without this purpose, but now everybody's kind of in the same boat to where we're working remotely, uh, but we still have to stay sharp and communicate. So I think what you're seeing is better communication, not only of the vision of the organization and what an organization stands for, but just better communication between everyone. And so we can be more productive. I mean, and I think that when you can stop time, that's where the real productivity kicks in. So it's an exciting time. I mean, this week for us, I mean, just for us and what we've been doing is we have a new project that when it comes out, I think people are going to be amazed and and excited uh, as we are. Uh, But it's a project that, you know, you know, for three years we've kind of go, okay, but it's something that was written two decades ago. Uh, But I think it's going to be an amazing thing that really pushes people forward. How does how does
1: patience Play into uh, time and and just understanding and, and recognizing that when you're training, when you're getting ready for something, that uh, that you can identify uh, that it's worth waiting for that kind of thing.
0: Well, I think patience is everything. You know, you know, for me, it's like when 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 I set a goal, um, I already build in that there's going to be some adversity. Number one, because the goals I set are so big, I call them extreme goals that. There's going to be some heartache. I already know that that kind of stuff's going to happen. So for me, it's about learning how to wait to excel. I write about that in my book. You know, you got to know how to wait to be able to go fast. And so if you don't have patience, you know, my grandfather used to say, you know, with frustration comes stupidity. So when you're not a patient person, you become frustrated and then you make these moves that you end up regretting later. Uh, I think everything in its own time, you know, like the project that we're working on, even though. You know, two decades ago, I wrote this information, um, but timing's everything. That wasn't the time. And now when I look at how we're rolling it out and what we're doing, I'm like, wow, what better time? But in the meantime, I had all these other goals that I was chasing too. So it's not like, you know, you set one goal and I got to wait for this thing to materialize. I believe that we should always be evolving, always growing. So I have these multiple goals that are out there. So when I, when I do something, it doesn't necessarily mean that if it doesn't happen right there, it's not going to happen. I, I believe in it, and I know that in time, and if given the right amount of time and effort, it'll probably come to pass. And and so that's where we are with that. But if you're not patient, you're just going to end up getting frustrated. And and then you look back, right? You, you'll end up looking back and going, wow, if I'd have just held on a little bit longer, or if I would have just waited, you know, things would have worked out. So I think there's there's this... Thin line that you got to be able to manage uh, and know when you're supposed to be patient and then when you're just supposed to cut bait and move on.
1: I remember a song from my childhood, Have Patience, Have yes. Patience, yes. Don't Be
0: in Such a Hurry. <laughs> well, but, yeah. but, but, yeah. you know, we laugh about that yeah. song, right? But, yeah. but I, but I think that's those are very true words. I mean, and again, what are we hurrying for, yeah. right? What yeah. are we really running for? You know, like I always say, are you running to something or are you running away from something? Because that's two different things. Um, so that's where patience, I think, really plays a huge part in whether we're going to be successful or not.
1: And the song goes on to say, when you get impatient and you only start to worry, and then it reminds you of remember that God is patient. And, yes. And think of all the times when others had to wait for you.
0: Yes. You yes.
1: And, and, and so I, this week's word of the week is not patience. Uh, but rather sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And, and you chose that word for a reason. I know that. Um, but one of the things that comes to mind for me is that people are really, they're having to be patient right now. Oh, are totally. learning to be patient and and people are having to be patient with us, right? And I'm thinking about how important it is for us to recognize that there's value in that and that there's going to be a price to be paid no matter what, but this time, allows us to be patient and allows us to count the costs, to to really think about what we're willing to do?
0: Well, I mean, again, I think the the word patient ties beautifully into sacrifice. And that's one of the reasons that we chose sacrifice for this week. I mean, if you look at the world and where we are, right, there's a lot of people that are quick to say, oh, but we're sacrificing so much. We're sacrificing so much. But you made an interesting statement before we started the podcast. It's like, it's not really sacrifice. Someone's making you do it. At the end of the day, sacrifice is a choice. It's a choice, it's a choice between you and whatever it is you're chasing. And so for me, when I think of sacrifice, it is the most important thing I could ever sacrifice is my time, my time and energy. So any goal that I'm chasing, it's gotta be worthy of that, right? And and knowing that, patience is gonna play a part of it. But I think if you want something of value you have to give up something of value. and a lot of times it's gonna boil down to your time. That's the most valuable thing you have because when you give it away, you don't get it back. But that's real sacrifice to me. Real sacrifice is I'm gonna give my time and my effort and my best attitude to something that I deem that's highly important.
1: And if you can take the time to identify what you're willing to put your time into, you can then kind of you can say, oh, that excites me. I'm actually, as you point out, I'm going to be paid, I'm gonna be passionate right about that right and, and I'm gonna get excited about
0: that because that's my purpose, right? So when, when you start to identify that, hey, every day I wake up and I really want to put my time into this specific thing, that's your purpose. That's your destiny. That's the thing you're chasing. And that's a beautiful place to be. Like when you wake up every morning knowing what it is you are driven toward, A purpose-driven life, I think, is the best life ever. But that boils down to then you have to ask the follow-up question. I always say the follow-up question is the one that makes everything work. You know, the first question would be, uh, okay, I'm going to need to sacrifice something. You know, what am I willing to to sacrifice to get that? But the follow-up question is, can you do that every day? So when I think about, you know, being able to compete internationally and, and then achieve the things that I did, well, a lot of people, that's all they saw. They, they saw that part, but they didn't see me, you know, <laughs> trying to get to the track, change clothes and, 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 and get out there so I can get work in before it got dark. Then I had to get home and, and then be dead and, and, and all of those things. So to me, that's the real sacrifice. The real sacrifice was the amount of time that I gave up um, of some things that were, that were important. But then I was chasing this thing that I thought was even greater. And 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 I think sometimes as, as human beings we we totally we totally miss that we only see the fun stuff.
1: Yeah, and and I know you to be somebody who always pays attention to those who went before you, and you recognize you know not just within your family but you know as a as a superstar track athlete, you had to have been looking at people like Jesse Owens, no doubt. You, you had to be looking at at uh, I, you know one of my favorite films of all times is Chariots of Fire, you know, <laughs> and and you know just the. The difference of uh, recognizing that we're not just competing as athletes or student athletes, but this is also about humanity,
0: right? Right, and change. It. It's so funny. Like even when you just said thinking about Jesse Owens, I got chills. You know, because you know when you really stop and you think about what he did and when he did it. It's insane. I mean, literally, we're on the brink of World War II. This guy is living in a country that, let's be real, I mean, he was a second-class citizen. He goes over and delivers a performance that, in my head, I go, if Jesse doesn't win all four gold medals, we may be speaking German. But he goes over and does his thing and then comes back, and he can't even walk through the front door of a reception that was made for him to that sacrifice
1: yeah and and it's sacrifice that doesn't have any quit in it because i think at at coming back he could have probably made some decisions that might have even given people room might have opened a door for people to to throw some stones or whatever to to have uh some sort of judgment of it but but the man just stayed in and and continued to be uh a man of honor continued to be a man of of integrity and discipline and and uh, and make the investments and make the sacrifice and, and lead with his life and, and and you know for us I think uh, it's it's just so powerful to look back and identify that people went before us I, I think of my great par- great grandparents right coming over as as Jews from Eastern Europe you know and trying to figure out in New York and going through Ellis Island and trying to identify that and and knowing if I had to go through that are you right. kidding me right would I be ready for right. that. Right. Day one, right? Day one, you see, you know, and uh, and you know, you always talk about having your back up against the wall mm-hmm. and identifying it. At some point, you got to make a decision, right, and move forward.
0: Well, not only that, though, but that goes back to our legacy, right? Like, how can you, you know, I, I speak about my grandfather a lot, you know, because how how can I not live my life like every day is game day, knowing what he put in, knowing what he sacrificed, knowing you know what he had to overcome. I mean, and I think that's the thing about humanity that we don't understand is that all of the people before us gave up something. They gave up something for us to be able to, to move forward. So if we're not moving forward, that's on us because we have an infrastructure. We, 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 we have people who's gone before us that say, hey, look, this is the right way to do it. They led with their lives, right? So if we're not picking up that baton and if we're not moving that on, eventually that's going to be on us. You know, sooner or later, you know, we're going to have to stand before the maker and and we either got it done or we didn't get it done. So that's why, you know, when I wake up, you know, I've told you this on many occasions, man, it's easy for me because my only purpose is to help people maximize their potential. That's it. That's all I want to do. I just want to see people be the best versions of themselves, because if they do that, I know that there are some bridges being built for people to cross, not necessarily for the person that's building the bridge, but there's bridges that are going to be left for us to move humanity forward.
1: So let me back up to that question we were talking about before. If if you know your purpose, if you move with purpose and uh, you identify that you can be disciplined with where you invest your time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: then it, and it, as a free person, can someone else sacrifice you?
0: No. See, and that's the, and that's the beauty, right? Because if I know who I am, right, there's no way you're going to sacrifice me. If I know my value as a person, that's what's so amazing. You know, I walked into our offices, what, a few months ago, and I put a question up on the board, and the, and the question was, Who are we willing to sacrifice? Remember that? I walked in and said that. Now the real answer is no one. The only person you should ever sacrifice is yourself. Why would you sacrifice someone else? Sacrifice yourself. Learn to sacrifice yourself. If you can do that, if you can put yourself on the line because you know your value, you know your purpose, you know where you're going, that is leading with your life. That is what brings people in and get people engaged and get people excited and they want to do better. But if I'm trying to sacrifice some other people, I mean, if the people around me are smart, they're looking at me going, wait a minute, your words and your actions don't match up. But if I sacrifice me, if my words and my actions are backed up through me, it is a lot easier for people to come on. Like this week, what we've experienced is we've had this rare opportunity to really work with some of my student athletes in a different way. And at the end of working with my student athletes, what I've heard unequivocally is, man, you have some super freaks. Like, whoa. Well, they're not super freaks because of the things that they can do necessarily on the athletic field. It is their discipline and their focus that they have that allows them to do some things that are great. But those guys get to look at me every single day. What is coach doing? Is his words matching up with what he's saying? And so because they're, they're able to go, well, yeah, then they're willing to come along. They're willing to be, you know, part of this revolution just because I'm willing to lead my life.
1: And, and who gets to decide how much you sacrifice?
0: Me. It's just like success, right? You know, we've talked about success on the show, and I think that's what makes all of this stuff so great, is that ultimately it's our choice. Ultimately, it's our choice to how happy we want to be uh, or not. Ultimately, it's our choice how successful we want to be or not. That's the beautiful thing about life. And that's why I love athletics. I say this all the time. It's easy to talk about it, man. If we if, if all we had to do was talk about how great we were, everyone could claim to be number one. But sooner or later, you're going to have to lace it up. And that's what life's about. Sooner or later, now, we can keep saying how great we are. Oh, we're the best. Oh, we're the best country. We're the best this. We're the best city. But sooner or later, man, the data (laughs) has to be backed up with some action. That's life. And that's why I love it. Because sooner or later, you're going to compete or not.
1: And you get to pick your team, right? You get to identify as you get better or or as you identify how much work you're putting in.
0: Not everybody wants to win, right? Not only do not everyone want to win, but... A lot of people don't know how to win. I mean, so, you know, again, it goes back to, I I get to decide who's on my team, man. How do we get to that point where people don't know how to win? How, How does that happen? Information. See, if you spent your whole life, you know, Vince Lombardi said it best. Coach Lombardi said it best. Winning is a habit, but unfortunately, so is losing. So if you spent your whole life where people told you you were a loser or they told you nothing good ever came out of your little city or no one in your family have ever achieved and you buy into that, uh, winning isn't a thing that you want because it's it's something you don't even know.
1: So this goes back to you can get good information, but that doesn't mean it's the right information.
0: Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's why information is so important. And that's why this revolution is about how do we make sure that the information we provide gives people the best chance to be all they can be.
1: Mm.
0: See, I'm about tearing down barriers. And the barriers that I see more than anything out here is information. That's the real barrier. And is there an
1: easy button for sacrifice? No,
0: man, there's no easy button. There's no easy button at all. And and sooner or later, as human beings, we got to stop looking for an easy button. We just got to know that it's not going to be the the easiest button that you will ever pick is is realizing that someone paid a price for their life in order for you to have eternal life. That's about the easiest button you're going to get. Everything else, man, you got to work for. You got to work for that. You got to be all in. And that's not a part-time gig. You know, you can't like one week I'm going to work at it, the next week "Ah, I'm going to go back because now I'm winning a little bit. That's called inconsistency. I want consistent behavior that says my attitude, my behavior, and my effort is 100. If I do that, we win. And we got today we got 89 with
1: us, as always, our producer putting it in. And I know you've been really paying attention to the last dance. Obviously, there's a, there's a great story there, the Chicago Bulls, Phil Jackson, Michael Jordan. Tell us a little bit about what you've seen as you are watching that documentary,
0: so past week, we saw Dennis Rodman, right? Yes, that dude was crazy. Dude something he, else. He he was, he, you know, it's like it's almost like when Dennis left the Pistons, he <laughs> said, "Okay, I'm gonna let my hair down." Yeah, or change color multiple times. Yeah,
1: no. So talking about sacrifice, there was a part in the documentary that talked about Rodman was losing his mind because he was in a cage. Basically, he told Phil Jackson, "I need 48 hours." to go to Vegas and party my brain out. And you have Jordan sitting there, carrying the load of the team and sacrificing everything.
0: I thought that'd be cool to start in here. Well, I mean, but it is. I mean, but but it goes back to what I say a lot of times when we look at successful people, we don't understand the underlying things that they have sacrificed along the way, right? We just see them winning. You know, it's easy to look at what Jordan did on the court and went, oh, you know, and, and, and it just drives me nuts when people talk about, well, you know, he was just gifted. Really? No, he worked at it. He's the same guy that got cut from the team, but he made a decision. He's the same guy that came into a league where, you know, he wasn't the biggest guy. He, he had to put on some weight. He's the same guy that when he came down to the paint, I mean, people hit him and knocked him around. He's that same guy. But he made a decision that he was gonna be the best. And he was willing to do whatever it takes. And it sounds
1: like he shared information. I, I've only seen the first half hour of the first episode, but I man, I was hit right between the eyes when I saw his whole motivation. He's just trying to help build something. That's and, it. And bring people along the way. And and here you got here you go with people that are on the same team. Right. Mm-hmm working against right. him right. And, and, and having issues with him shining bright and having right. him issues with him elevating and, and continuing to move forward.
0: Well, and not realizing, right, you know, Jordan essentially was saying, look, I can share my light. It doesn't dim my light. Look, I'm just trying to make everyone the best. And at the end of the day, what was he simply really trying to do? Create a legacy. And he did a great job of doing that because here we are years later, what, talking about those bulls, talking about – the teams that did that repeat three-three. I mean, that's what legacy is. Legacy leaves this information and, and these actions that years down the road, you can go, wow, okay, like him or love him, you have to respect it. You have to respect it because he showed up and he walked the talk. And that's the difference between saying you're the best, right, and then backing it up with your actions. See, that's two different things. And he was able to leave with his life, and that's what we all should be aspiring to do.
1: Well, in every story, every film has a, a protagonist and an antagonist, mm-hmm. right? There's there's somebody that has a goal in mind, right, and is working towards that goal, and then there's these forces that come against them, and often, right. uh, oftentimes, they're embodied in in one person, right. So knowing that you know whenever you encounter I love the shirt you wear often the live a great story at at, at no point uh, is again going back to the easy button at no point are you not going to have those setbacks not going to have those forces coming against mm-hmm. you it's really a question of how are you going to handle it and again going back to picking your team I you know I think it takes an element of of being a visionary being willing to to lead with your life to sacrifice but Be willing or be worthy of being followed in a sense or being being walked with, teamed up with. um, But, you know, recognizing that you're going to have setbacks.
0: Well, but again, I think that's the beauty of of athletics, right? I mean, no matter what sport you play, you're never going to play a game where everyone's cheering for you. You will never have one game in your life where you play that everyone's cheering for you. There's always going to be someone wanting you to lose. I mean, that's the nature of sports. And so I think that life is that same way. You know, everyone's not going to like you. Everyone's not going to agree with you. But I get concerned when people get so far one way that they can't be open to the possibilities. I think one of the greatest uh, dangers of the world is to have an ignorant person who has power. That they're so far one way that there's nothing you can do, and they have this power over other people. So again, it goes back to, look, information is king, and the right information can change your life, which then change other people's lives. So you know this revolution will continue. It will stay real, because as long as I have breath, we're going to give information. And we're going to challenge if we want to be challenged. And and we want to push people to be the best version of themselves. You know, that's the legacy. If someone asks me, hey, so what do you want your legacy to be when you leave? It's not about the student-athletes that I train. I want my legacy to be, look, he led with his life. He gave information and people could choose to select themselves in and select themselves out. He really wanted people to maximize their potential. That's the real legacy.
1: And you also see where... As a part of a revolution, as a part of uh, progress, as a part of success, you cannot expect, even if we look at Michael's example, you cannot expect other people to do the work for you. And and I like, when you say stop expecting the wrong wrong people to do the right things, I don't think you're passing judgment, but a statement like that can be used the wrong way. Mm -hmm. But I think identifying that, listen, if you have a goal, it goes back to sacrifice. It goes back to who are we putting on the altar? Where are we going? What are we trying to do? And how much of it, you know, every day means every day. Everything means everything. What are you willing to put in?
0: Well, again, because it's on you, right? So when I make that statement, stop expecting the wrong people to do the right thing. If you're not getting what you want, you got to examine yourself. Why am I looking to someone else to do something in order for me to get something. No, 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 no. You are where you are because you choose to be there. If you didn't, you would be somewhere else. And that's the way I see it. At the end of the day, it's gonna come down to what are you willing to give up? Are you willing to really walk this talk? Are you all in or all out? See, again, I think that we we like we like cool slogans. We we like, you know, oh, all in, but do you even know what that means? <laughs> Do you know what it really means to be all in? We like to say, oh, yeah, yeah, we're a team. Really? Do you do you really know what it is to be a team? So at some point, the, these things, you know, require hard answers, man. And only you, as the individual, can answer those questions for yourself. And I suggest get in the mirror because the mirror doesn't lie. You work with basketball players a little bit? Yep.
1: When somebody goes to get a rebound,
0: mm-hmm.
1: what, what advice the most good coaches or, or how, do, how does somebody train to prepare
0: to, to rebound? you you got to be able to box people out, first of all. If you can't box them out, I mean, listen, if you box a person outright, you don't even have to jump. You don't even have to jump to get the rebound. The ball will fall right into your hands if you box them out. And if you get the rebound, man, you got to get big. you got to spread. you got to spread and hold to protect that ball. It's simple. So I do that in my life with people. You know, I learn how to box people out. If it's a person I feel like, uh-uh, no, this person's not a person that I, I'm not choosing him for my team, I box you out. I go ahead and box you out. If your attitude's wrong, I'm boxing you out. If you don't put in effort, you're getting boxed out. I'm going to spray it. I'm going to get big. I'm going to take the ball. And I see that in the- you think of a, a great rebounder. They got a strong base. They got
1: oh. they got that strong foundation down to the bedrock, right? I mean,
0: listen again. We go back to Rodman. Let me tell you something. He won the best rebounders ever. And if you really think about it, he wasn't like the tallest or the biggest. But boy, he had a foundation. He knew how to spread out. He knew how to box out, and he played hard. And he knew what his purpose was. You know, when he got those bulls, he only had one purpose. Hey, get 20 rebounds a game a night so Jordan could get another 20 shots a night. You you do that, we probably going to win this thing. Simple. Foundation is everything.
1: He he's in some ways, you know, was was willing to be that bridge to yes. to, to the basket, bridge yeah. bridge's success. So, coach every week we honor a student athlete um part of our age platform, just recognizing that there are people out there that that are doing that are putting in the work that are yes. you know that are living out the values and, and this week's
0: uh, word being sacrificed, who is our super freak of the week? You know, we've been on this show and we've had a lot of different athletes. We've had football players, we've had basketball players, we've had soccer, we've had lacrosse, we we've had a lot of student athletes. But one of the student athletes that you rarely get to hear about is the super freak of the week. Samantha Morrison. I call her Sammy. Uh, Sammy's a cyclist. And you don't really get to hear about cyclists in Florida. And and listen, she does it all. She does road races. She does mountain biking. And you wouldn't think of cycling as this sport, as this competitive sport. But oh, it is. Like, it's a sport you can go to college and get a scholarship just like the other sports. And when I think about the amount that Sammy sacrifices on a daily basis, it's insane. Because she rides 100 mile races you know this is not a you know four quarters of basketball you know this is not an hour deal she's out there for half a days man 12 hours. like she she's fighting through the elements right it could be raining in 100 miles a lot of stuff can happen it could be raining i mean it could be cold but but she does that day in and day out and she trains and we're here in florida there's not a lot of hills but she races in Colorado. She she's racing in different places, and so the, the amount of sacrifice that she has to make, you know, and just to even get to her races. I mean, it's it's a weekend, or she's got to miss days of school, and but she's willing to do it day in and day out, and she fights through it, and she's awesome. She she's one of the best at it. Um, so definitely super freak of the week. Um, uh, so proud of Sammy. I mean, uh, junior at Bishop Kenny. Uh, well, may as well say senior now. Well, let's go, and, Crusaders. What's yeah, yeah, right. up, crew? Yeah, I know you, guys, <laughs> I knew you guys would like that. Um, but she really puts in the work. And, and the thing that I would say about Sammy is she wants to be better. You know, she devours information on a daily basis. We actually, you know, meet once a week, and uh, we work hard. I push her hard. Uh, and unlike most of my athletes, right, where I'm actually out there doing all this physical stuff with them, Sammy's work is all between the ears. Her work is how do I help her between the ears so she can do more on her bike, uh, which is a unique situation for me, uh, one that I love. Well, Uh, it
1: it makes perfect sense because um, I don't know a lot about cycling, but what I do know is that it has to take a tremendous amount of focus. Yes. She's got to have a a, – a clear
0: mind. She's got to
1: have the ability to, to well, zone totally. in. I mean, you well, know, totally.
0: Because what Sammy's doing is riding fast, right? She's on a bike. She's riding fast. She loses focus. A bad fall can be everything for her. You know what I mean? So so her sport requires laser-like focus. Uh, it requires discipline and commitment and sacrifice, like, on a level that uh, other sports don't. Over long periods of time. Long periods of time. Long periods of time. And, and, and for her, it's just about, you know, getting better. And you know she wants to go to college and, and cycle and and who knows where she'll end up, uh, but I do know that uh, she has tenacity and she's willing to sacrifice it all.
1: Mm. She definitely, Sammy sounds like That's an it. absolute super freak. Not just at cycling, but uh, but at the game of life uh, for sure. For no sure. doubt,
0: no doubt. And, and 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 like all my student athletes or all the people that we choose to be super freaks of the week, look, they're leaving legacies that are going to be great. I know they are because they're leading with their life right now. They're definitely uh, walking the talk and that's what being a super freak is. That's what being part of this revolution is, is are you really walking the talk? Well, and and
1: riding a a bike in the bike lane, whether you're uh, doing it for leisure or as a a, uh, elite athlete uh, like Sammy, uh, nowadays, there are so many distracted drivers. Yes. I I think about the fact that Easily. People just swerve in yes. and out of lanes. Yes. So not just do you have to stay focused, but you have to be decisive. And I, and I know that, that making decisions and, and being willing to to you know continue to adapt quickly, those no. types of things are important. Well, I right?
0: mean, because for her, it goes back to, right? So she's trying to sacrifice everything she has for her. And, and in turn, she's got to pay attention to other people who are not dialed in. Right? So her stuff is a double whammy. Uh, and, uh, but she pounds the pavement, you know, every day and, and, and gets it done. And, uh, so I'm, I'm really proud of her. I mean, she's making strides and the best is yet to come for her.
1: And, and, uh, one of my, uh, one of, one of the things we were talking about earlier and and we talk about often is being all in all the time. Talk to me about that.
0: Well, I think that's the most important thing that you can do. I think, you know, waking up and giving a hundred percent effort every single day is probably the greatest asset that anyone has Uh, because, again, it goes back to time. And and the days that you don't wake up and and you're not all in, you never get back. You know, on the days that it's not all the time, you you don't get back. So I think it's one of the greatest assets that as human beings we have is the ability to wake up and just say, you know what, today I'm all in all the time because it's all I have. And, and once you learn to do that on a continuous basis, then it's not even hard. It's like breathing, you know, it's breathing to wake up and know, oh, I'm, I'm just all in. I'm just going to give effort because that's what I do, you know. So I think that's that's where we have to, to get people to understand it. You can say you're all in, but your actions have to back that up. So,
1: Coach, what is our challenge for this week, I know you've got something dialed up and and uh, don't hurt us too bad.
0: No, 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 no. It's a, it's all about hurting you bad, baby. That's what I have to do. Listen, our challenge this week is, first of all, what I want you to do is sit down and, and look at your goals. And if you don't have goals to look at, I encourage you to put some on the books, okay? Write something down. And then your, your absolute challenge is not only write down what are you willing to sacrifice, but I want you to figure out how you're going to sacrifice it and then have courage enough to do it. Like this this is our moment right now. I, I mean, I, we, we talk about this and I really want people to understand, this is our moment. This is our moment where when we look back over history, we, we're gonna see this time frame in which we could have gotten a lot done, that we could have moved forward, that we could have progressed in ways that generations before us never could. So I want you to figure out what you're playing for, what you're willing to give up, And how are you going to give that up? How are you going to build bridges for other people to cross? What is your legacy going to be? And then be willing to have courage to sacrifice all of that.
1: I'm going to ask you to do some math for us along along the way here. Sacrifice and love. Operation love letter. Mm -hmm. And and understanding, you know, even last week, four-letter word, we're talking about putting in work. You're asking for everything every day. How do you reconcile that? How does how do you how does that add up?
0: For me, it adds up, you know, to 100 percent, because number one, if I don't know my value, I'm not going to sacrifice very much. If I'm not willing to sacrifice for me, how am I going to sacrifice for you? I mean, let's just stop this. This ain't, you know, this is a simple math. If I'm not willing to be all in all day, all the time with my life, chasing what's important to me, do you really think I'm going to be all in all day, all the time, sacrificing something for you. It doesn't add up. We can Again, it goes back to talk and actually doing. We can say that. We can say that. But remember, someone's always watching you. They're watching your actions. They're watching whether you're putting up or shutting up. So it's 100 with me. If If I know my value, if I know my voice, I can sacrifice me. Because I know what I'm willing to do. I know what I'm willing to put up with. I know what I'm willing to get up from. But if I sacrifice you, I, I don't know your abilities. I don't know your heart. I don't know if you can get up and you get knocked down seven times. Can you get up eight? Only you know that. But what I do know is about me. I know that the amount of love that I have for me, if it's where it needs to be, then I will be capable of loving my neighbor.
1: 24/7 access. That sounds like 100%. How does how do our listeners, how do the revolutionaries, how do we all stay stay dialed in to the Almond Gunner Experience and continue to grow every day?
0: Listen, you got to go to almondgunnerexperience.com. Uh, check out our website. Uh, by all means, you're listening to this podcast, so you know what we put down. We're on all the social media stuff because 89 got us. You know, he got us rocking on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and all of those things. Uh, the other big thing is what we've done uh, to, to really be able to identify our revolutionaries now is we have our own athletic apparel. So we came out with our new shirts. Our first shirt, of course, says Everyday's game day. It's awesome. We've actually had to order them up a couple times now because we keep running running out. We, we don't even have them up on the website yet because we can't ever keep them long enough to get them up on the website, which is a great problem to have. But we're going to have those up on the website uh, hey, we want you to stretch your stuff. When you get your shirt, take a picture, post it, hashtag Revolution's Real. Um, we just want to keep moving this party forward, man. That's all. And we're going to keep moving it forward.
1: I'm not going to lie. These are already starting to smell because <laughs> I'm wearing them. I might be wearing them 24 7, but I mean, I go for a walk, I go yes. for a ride, yes. whatever it is. And every day is game day, right? They're proud, loud and proud on the, tr- on the chest. And, and let's go. Let's, well, let's what's really cool,
0: though, is, is 89 is actually working on some other designs for us. And when this thing all shakes out, we're going to have five different designs. And they all come in three different colors. So you'll be able to rock 15 different shirts. So hopefully they won't get to smell it bad. But I know where you're at because I wear my stuff every single day, baby. Uh, hey, so guys, listen, thanks for tuning in. Uh, We really appreciate your time because, like we said, we know that that's important to you. Uh, Remember, every day is game day. Catch you next week.